and welcome to the DC United Kingdom podcast. This is season three, episode six, and I'm your host, James Graham. Um, as you'll see, alongside me, I've got a returning guest. Yes? Yes, sir. He, sc- he scored an amazing goal last season against Toronto. I think that was your first MLS goal. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, MLS yes. goal. Correct. What a goal that was. And welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and it's a pleasure to be here for the second time. The first time was great. Hoping the second time is going to be just as good. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. I've been, I've been, I've been well. Yeah. I mean, we've obviously we just had a quick chat beforehand. Um, so you've had a couple of injuries in preseason, but you're all fit and healthy, ready for the new season. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's just you know some minor knocks coming off of preseason, but nothing too, you know, extensive a week, two weeks max. So yeah, I'm ready, ready for the season. As you can see, the guys are ready for the season. I mean, we came out flying. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. That was just so amazing. Um, yeah. I just want to say, obviously, since the last time you were on, there's been quite a lot of change. Um, I think it was August last year you were on. So we had coaching change. Well, we had technically two coaching changes. Correct, um, yeah. Chad coming in as an interim head coach and now Anand Lasada. Obviously, fans have not been in the stadium, but now they're back. Obviously, limited capacity. Um, yes, and let's go. The first time since Miami last amazing. year, which is just unreal. It's been it was amazing. Year. Yeah, how how amazing. What, I know you said it was amazing, but how amazing was it? Incredible. I mean, I kind of went through you know my first year I had tons of fans no COVID it was full packed you know we had Wayne it was like yeah, everyone was coming to the games it was insane and then it flipped to no one was in the stands and I kind of liked it a little bit because it was like you know I'm, I was a little bit I was a little bit younger it was still my second year and I was like less nerves I mean I'm kind of just playing yeah but I kind of did end up missing it towards the end, the whole like just rush of like, even out for warmups, like when you're going out for warmups and like everyone just cheering as soon as you enter the field, it's like, let's, well, it's game day. Like it just, it yeah. just puts you in that, in that mood almost. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, and I know it's, this is going to be a sort of a weird question, but because there was not many people in the supporter section in the Chico stand, did that mean that there was more, atmosphere around the ground because i know that down that section that's yeah, this, where the noise comes from but yeah i think i mean they still the, the the supporters that were in that section they they were pretty loud i mean they made it they they kept it going i think yeah. i mean you could definitely hear them more than everyone else <laughs> but i think it did you know make the entire stadium a bit more filled out to be honest just so you could you know spread everyone out a little bit more yeah fingers crossed that means that once everyone is back that the whole entire stadium oh it's gonna be rock brings the noise it's, it's gonna be rock yeah because yeah. for me there was for that kind of atmosphere i've only really seen it at audi field potentially only once really and that was uh, yeah. the columbus playoff game and that oh, yeah that really i mean i stayed up till yeah. i think it was about half past three in the morning <laughs> pretty much the same as the weekend to be honest um but it really put the hairs on my arms on edge and it yeah. was just it was so electric so yeah. fingers crossed we can get back to that missing that yeah for sure yeah but yes i stayed up till half past three on <laughs> watching the game i always forget about the, the time change oh mate this season is just <laughs> ridiculous i mean 
you've got your San Jose Earthquakes game coming up soon. Yeah. And that oh, will push back an hour. Gosh. <laughs> That's a 4 a.m. kickoff yeah. for me. 4 a.m. kick. Wow. So are yeah. you going to go to sleep like, are you going to make it like before? And it's going to be an early morning or a late night? <laughs> it's going to be a very early morning. I, <laughs> I ain't doing a late night on that one because I probably will be staying up for 24 hours if I did that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm not, I'm not going down that road. Yeah. Um, I did that for the Montreal Impact game at the MLS's back tournament. Actually, I shouldn't <sighs> probably call them Impact anymore. It's Club the. Is it Club Football uh, to Montreal? Or something I'm like not that? even sure. Their new logo is sweet, though. It's not bad. Yeah. It's it, To me, it lacks a little bit of flair. Yeah, a little bit. I agree. It's not as good as ours. No, no of course not. Of course it not. Ours is, it doesn't have four stars above the Yeah, match. of course. Of course. <laughs> what really matters. <laughs> so, I think the question everyone wants to know, though, is... We got that win at the weekend, which was just an absolute amazing game for everyone to watch. It was such a change in style of football. But how was the locker room after the game? I mean, it was you you couldn't even imagine. I mean, you could you probably saw a couple of the clips that got released of us kind of on the field. Yeah. Uh, and uh Hernan obviously saying a couple of words, and I mean. I mean, it's, he did say a couple of words. Yeah. Out, I, think. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, I mean, we're not holding back at all. I mean, we were, we were pumped. I, it's, it's been a long time coming for sure. I mean, to, to feel that victory and to feel, you know, us really putting into the game, you know, what we were doing in training, you know, doing all of this work and preparing and then being able to do it in the game and see it come out. It's just like so satisfying almost just like, like we're on the right path, you know, even it, that, that first half was just like, we were, we were flying. Oh, I mean, it, it and it, it, you, it probably took us, you know, what, 15, 15 minutes to, you know, get, get going, get the flow of things. But once we were going, I mean, even the second half as well, I mean, we just continued just steamrolling. I mean, the fact that we only had 38% possession, the but chances if, created for us, I yeah. mean, but the we were dangerous the, we, the whole game. We were in control, and we exactly. only had 38% exactly. possession. So yeah. that says a lot about the – it's not what you – not the amount of ball you have, it's what you do with it that counts. 100%. Yeah, and if you if you saw the statistics, we actually had four or five of our guys, I think the top three guys in the whole league who ran the most were on our team. Wow. Eddie, Russ, and Mora were the top three. And then I think Jules was in there at like seven. Yep. Eddie, or not Eddie, uh, Sorga was the other one in there. So that's, you know, the top top 10 in the whole league. We've got, what, four of them? And it's like, it just shows the work that we've put in. And the, you know, the, the like you said, the control we had over the game, even if it wasn't 38 possession, we were, you know, working harder than we had. We, we were never in danger. We were never, you know, panicked. No, no, not at all. And like you said, it took us about 15 minutes to get going. Yes, we went a goal down after the 13th minute, which was a bit unlucky. Yeah, I, will admit. I agree. I agree. It was kind of just like a, a, a burst of like, just, it was off a of throw-in. It's, throw-ins are so sporadic. Just anything can happen. Yeah, but the 
the character that you guys showed to come back, not go downhearted. It's like an early, an early goal that we conceded. Come back, absolute fighting. And Heinz Ike, I mean, I've got to ask. Pogba. Does he do that in training? Pogba. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't that I've seen. I mean, maybe. I mean, the center backs, when we play small-sided, they 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 can smash the ball into the yeah. goal. But that's like I said, small-sided when it's the goals are a little bit closer. That was yeah. a far shot. Yeah. That was a screamer. I think, I think it was tw- 28 yards, I think, it, off the top of my head. Like that was no, I was calling him Pogba for the next three days. <laughs> it was insane. I mean, he the it, it was. I mean, I was sat here. I mean, I can't shout and scream because I'll I'll end up waking the little baby. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just just, just <laughs> yeah, just getting fired up. I'm yeah. watching it along with um a couple of guys over here, um, uh-huh. and we're literally just all just like, what the yeah thing happened <laughs> yeah. just there. Yeah, because uh, that was just insane. Such a great goal. Yeah, and then to follow it up five oh, minutes us. later, hundred percent. And the thing is, we've we've been working on that all week. I mean, you can obviously tell it was set up. Oh yeah, he was in the right place. The ball was perfect from Jules. And I mean, the, we the thing is, we'd been working on it all week, and we hadn't scored on it. Like we've been close, <laughs> and he yeah. had hit that, and it was just kind of like, oh, like if it's there, if it's on, and just like in the game like perfect to see it just yeah. executed was like oh my gosh i mean and you right you could tell it was something that you'd been trying yeah. on, but it was just how easy it looked as well yeah, the yeah. Fact that there was there was no defenders on him no he, he didn't even like he didn't even come across the ball and, and smack it it was just no. kind of like a place just, like inside of the foot side foot into the bottom yeah. corner yeah i mean you couldn't he couldn't have done it any better really no no I've been waiting for him to score something like that. Yeah. For a long time. What a game from Russ it was as well. He, I mean, yeah. just overall. He was fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. And I mean, his engine is just, it just keeps I mean, going yeah, he was top going. three. He was number yeah. two in the league. It's just like, I think everyone had a good game. Oh, yeah. I don't think anyone had a bad game. No, at no, all no, 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 no. Sites was really good and all coming up Sites, with a great save yeah. at the end of the game. Heinz, like, everyone really had their awesome. moments, honestly. Yeah. Brion, steady as ever. Class. Yeah. 100%. Even oh, Sorga. Right. I mean, I liked Sorga, I, he, yeah. he was just like, it was just energy up top. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every time he got the ball, it was just something. Yeah. And, and even if when he hasn't got the ball, he's always chasing it down as well. 100%. Yeah. He he, yeah, he was on the list too for that. <laughs> it was just like, we, we, we had a obviously a great preseason. <laughs> it's just, oh. Let's let's talk a little bit about the preseason because, again, as we spoke just before we started recording, you picked up a couple of knocks. But in that first game against Greenfield Triumph, you set up Kamani Smith for his first goal. Yeah, it was a, it was a really great game, honestly. I mean, that whole trip was super. Just like I mean, I'm I, I'm really glad we took that trip. At first, I was kind of like, you know, why are we? Because we usually go to uh, Clearwater for, yes. and it's not just for a week. We go for you know a month and then come back, and it's two more weeks but it was kind of odd i was like oh like north carolina but getting away from audi it's just like a dc i mean it's just a new like you know you're with the team you're you're working you're you're there for that reason only yeah and it just kind of put me in that mindset and that whole week was really good and then like i said leading up to that game 
was really good and in the game I was able to assist Kamarni yeah. and yeah I mean it was overall just super good but end of the game some guy like last five minutes I was I intercepted a ball and he kind of went to foul me a little bit and ended up falling on the back of my leg and just ankle mm-hmm. flattened it's never, it's never a good time when that happens. It's, uh, you, you know something bad might well, is going to happen to you. Yeah. That's whether it's your calf or your ankle. Or exactly. Your... Yeah. No, I just felt big pain as soon as he <laughs> fell on my leg. And I was just like, oh, that's that's something. Like you said, yeah. it's, it's not good. Just no. anything. And it no. turned out it was a high ankle sprain, which actually kind of sucked because that's the worst. That's the longest. Okay. But uh I mean, it's, it's all right. I've, I'm, I'm back from it now. I mean, I still have some pain, but I just get it wrapped tape. Super nice. Yeah. Why not? Eh? Exactly. So, and come on, I've got to ask something because I know he's from Nottingham over here in England. Yes. Does he still have an English accent? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love Amazing. it. Yeah. I love his English accent. I always like bust on him for a couple of times and try to like do my own little impression. You know what I mean? <laughs> But it's just now you've said that you've got to do a little impression. Nah, 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 nah. I'm terrible. <laughs> I only I don't do an impression. I just like imitate certain words he says that I think are funny. Like I can't even think of it. I can't even I can't even think of the words he says. But he says things that are like that are different than you know what I mean than things that yeah. are called here. Like you know how chips are called uh, or uh, fries chips. are called chips. Yeah, we call them chips. You call them fries. Yeah, and crisps. And we have crisps and you have chips. Yeah, <laughs> it's stuff like that. And, and it's, it's I, hilarious. And I think this, this, we, what we call, we call biscuits. You call them cookies? Oh, I think. Biscuits. Yeah, yeah. Biscuits. Well, a bit, a bit, a biscuit. Cookies. I don't know. I don't know what you, but you, I know you guys don't call them biscuits. But like, like, a, but like a chocolate chip cookie? What do you call that? Biscuit. But a chocolate chip biscuit or just biscuit? Just biscuit. I mean, I call them just biscuits. I mean, there's... But there is a whole different range of biscuits. I mean, he's, he's a good one. Listeners, or if you're watching this on YouTube, put down what your favorite biscuit is or cookie. Or yeah. Off that, I want to know. Like, I like biscuits, honestly. Yeah, I have to admit. I, you got me for me, it's a whole, biscuits. I don't know whether you get them over there, but there's something called a hobnob. No, no idea. No, it's, no idea. It's the king of dunking in a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. Really? You can just keep dunking them and uh-huh. it will never fall in. Wow! It, it, they, oh, it, oh, it doesn't crumble. It doesn't crumble. No, oh. it doesn't. It doesn't fall fl- fall flat in. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's it's if you can find them, try them. You'll change your life. I'll try them. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of uh, Kamarni, he's hmm. that's one of my very close friends on the team. I mean, yeah. he, I had a connection with him because he went to Clemson, and I knew their goalie on that team because his younger brother lives five. I'm friends with their entire family. The goalie of that team. His younger brother went to elementary school with me yeah and it was just yeah and so i reached out to kamarni pretty early on and we've had a yeah we've had a really good connection i mean he's he's great and he's a great player obviously as well yeah already has two goals (laughs) leading goal scorer in our (laughs) preseason exactly i mean i mean to be fair Saga had a great game against Red Bulls because I mean, thankfully, yeah. he was able to listen to that game. 100%, Couldn't watch yeah. it, but got to listen to it. Yeah, he Very had a great strange. Game. He came in, he came in kind of late, but he yeah. he's just a spark, honestly. Yeah, and he's got a wild fashion sense. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! 
Yeah. Have you seen it firsthand? Have you seen it firsthand or have you just kind of like heard from players? All you guys have been, I mean, I've seen them on Instagram and I've seen the content that the club puts out. But every time I asked the question, who's got the worst fashion sense? Saga kept coming up. It's not the worst. It's it's like I said last time, it's not the worst because I appreciate some of the outfits he wears. It's just the flashiest for sure. Yes, it's definitely the most out there. Yeah. Yeah, bless him. Someone's going to put him down. It's same him down. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned Hernan. Obviously, he's, he's now in the, in the hot seat. Yep. What's it been like to work with him since he's arrived? And more, more importantly, what have you been able to learn from him so far? It's been awesome. I've, I've already learned just so much about being a professional, honestly. So, so much about, you know, what, the, what, what real professionals, what the best players do off the field, you know, what, what people don't really talk about and what, you know, he's really – it's the things that you don't really notice, you know, sleep at night and he and nutrition, but yeah. super focused on nutrition, not okay. just like, you know, you know, eat well, not just, you know, have, have three steady meals. It's what are your steady meals? What are in them? What is, you know, it's because that is a hundred percent part of the game. I mean, that's, yeah. that's your fuel in, you know, you know, and already since I've kind of changed my eating, I've seen a huge increase in my game. Yeah. And so, you know, just something small like that, that I think would have, that I did think would have no correlation to the game is now like, you know, a new part. And it's, it's also, you know, just, just, just things like that. You know what I mean? It's just being, being a professional watching film and, and being able to learn new things like that from him and to grow just makes me a better player. Yeah. And so it's, it's been honestly super, super positive. Yeah. And because of the amount of change that he's brought in, obviously the strict, the more stringent diets and things, has that been a bit of a culture shock for some of the players? I think, I think, yeah, for some of the players, even some of the players that were, you know, already kind of thinking that way, that were super focused on their diet. He is ultra focused. So even they're like, Oh, like I'm already doing this and this, I don't think I need to be, you know, but they, they do. And it's like, it's, it's a big shock for everyone. I think. Not maybe not everyone, but for most, mm. for sure, especially all the young guys. It's yeah. it's you know because we just didn't know that you know eating would have such a big effect on the game. You know because obviously we were all eating right, we were all eating well, we weren't eating junk food, McDonald's, <laughs> terrible. But when you really concentrate on what is in each meal, it's you know you see the outcome. Yeah. So what kind of things have you been told to eat then? What's, Lots what of, did you have the, before that's say, not there? They say it's not that that's not there. It's just that they kind of gave us a, a presentation. It's uh, everything from the earth is good. Okay. Everything that's natural is good. They want to see yep. all things that are from the earth. Uh, the less legs, the better as oh. far as uh, protein. Okay. So, for example, plant-based proteins are yep. even the best. So, okay. you know, like nuts, uh, yeah. what is it? Chickpeas, things like that. Those are the best. Yeah. Uh, then it's fish. Fish don't have any legs. So then that, that's a fair point. Then yeah. chicken, two legs. 
that's okay. And then the last one is, you know, cows and pigs and stuff like that. So they, that's last. Yeah. But it's just, you know, stuff like that being super, you know, cautious. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I've been on a bit of a change in my, the way I eat and I'm actually doing exercise for once. I yeah. thought that would happen, but you know, <laughs> I've got to get rid of the dad bod. Um, <laughs> but it's even little things I've been looking at eating less red meat. Yeah. I absolutely adore beef and that's been a bit of a bit of a struggle. Hundred percent, yeah. I mean beef is great. I love putting beef on a barbecue. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh. I'm the same way. I mean it, it's my first choice and yeah, it has it's had to have stopped being my first choice recently, which kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. But I've been looking seeing when I've gone to a restaurant, I know it's been a while since we've been able to do that over here, but uh-huh. the break that we got last year when in between the lockdowns. Yeah, it was eating things like um, uh, things like moving mountain hot dogs and the uh-huh. um, impossible burgers and things uh-huh. like that. Yeah, They're, and I was just eating them like, how is this not meat? Yeah, it's just they are. It so, tastes so the good. exact same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I never thought I'd be like, if this is what vegan food is like. Yeah, I'm all for it. No, hundred percent. I mean, and it's the the outcome, like the how much better you feel and how much you know yeah. better everything is. It's night and day yeah it's just crazy um so back to lasada because you know we've got to talk about him a bit uh-huh, more. yeah <laughs> what's been the most enjoyable part um of the lasada reign for you for me it's let me think let me think because there's like i said there's been so much positive so let me think yeah. about the one thing i think for me it's the, it's it's like I said at the beginning, I kind of emphasized on the relationship yeah. that I now have with him. And this is obviously, you know, no disrespect to Ben or the last coaching staff, mm. but I just feel like, you know, as soon as he's come in, I've already had, I already have a, you know, greater connection with him. I already have a better relationship. I'm already able to, you know, go to him and talk to him because obviously after my ankle injury, Recently, I, or not my ankle injury, my ankle injury was the first one. And then recently in the scrimmage, I tweaked my hip a little bit. And after the hip, I was kind of down and upset. And so I reached out to him that afternoon. I texted him and was just kind of like, yeah, I obviously maybe need to, you know, change some of the things I'm doing off the field if I'm getting injured so much or, Mm. you know, blah, 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 blah. Just kind of stressing that I wasn't feeling happy about what had happened. And yeah. he kind of just responded like super open, you know, super casual and was like, you know, you have nothing to worry about. We'll make sure that, you know, you get back, you know, just tons of positive affirmations. And it's just like having that and having that, you know, now I feel like he trusts me. I feel like when I play, he yeah. is expecting, you know, he knows he's expecting something good. He knows something is going to, you know, come for me. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's a lot more, you know, helpful as a player to know that when you're yeah. playing, it's just that boost of confidence almost. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad to hear that you got that sort of reassurance from him as well, that yeah. he's got full hundred percent confidence in you. That's exactly. Really good. Yeah. Um, Cause it, it then gives you just that, you know, you don't really have that fear to, to mess up. Obviously you don't want to always make mistakes, but from time to time, if you do make a mistake, you know that you're not going to get, you know, run into the ground, like, oh, get off the field, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, I'm just trying to think about what else I can ask about him because he's just, 
when I had him on the show, it just felt like he knew what he was talking about. He Oh, he was on this show. Yeah. Yeah, he was on. I need to go watch the episode. You I too. must have missed it. That was episode two. It was just after Russell was on. I saw the Russell one. That's Did you? awful. Yeah. Oh. It's like do many of you guys actually catch up with um all the content that um the supporters create? Uh, I'm 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 honestly not sure. I mean, I've obviously been on the show. So it was just kind of like, I follow you and I just like see all this stuff. Mm. So it's like, yeah, but I should actually go watch the, yeah. the it was good. really, really good. Cause it was uh, not long after he landed in DC. So yeah. Was... So what did, what did you get from him? You said, you said it was just kind of like, he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. I mean, when I was talking to him, he, he was just great. So for you guys out there, if you've not listened to it or watched it. Yeah. Go and I'm watch going, it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Because it was just, it was so good to just to hear from him what he, what he wants and what he expects from the season. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was I don't want to say it was a breath of fresh air, but it kind of was. Yeah, I mean, hundred. I think I think that's kind of what the, the the guys kind of feel too. I mean, it's like a like I kind of said, it's a we've been working on all this stuff, and then you can see that we can put it into the game finally. But it's good to have a, a, a real system, you know, to have stuff that we are working on, to have, you know, a, a uh, can't think of the word, like an identity almost. Yeah. Real quick. There we go. <laughs> like an identity almost, you yeah. know what I mean? And it, it just feels, it feels really good because we know what we're doing when we get to the field. We know what we're doing in training. We know what we're trying to do. We know where you know, what our objective is. So it's kind of like everyone's on the same page. Everyone is working together. Everyone's a team. It's, it's, I mean, it's super positive. Yeah, absolutely. So coming up, we've got new England revolution this weekend. Yes. Um, Can you reveal about how we're going to approach that game? Are we going to go hammering like we did in the last one? We have not. um, Yeah. I don't think we have gone over. No. New England Revs yet. We've just been obviously today. We had another nutrition meeting. Okay. Just about yeah. Just about implement. Just pounding away at that. Like I said, another nutrition meeting, and then uh, yeah. Earlier this week, we've just been kind of watching the film from uh, the last game, and I mean going yeah. over that because it was a lot of a lot of positives, and you know there are that. there were still some things to work on, so some some things to touch up and take into the Revs game, but yeah. Yeah, I honestly, you know, the, I think they did. I think they did start going over revs today mm-hmm. and maybe tomorrow, but I haven't been in the meetings okay. because I obviously am injured and I've been in the treatment room just, you yeah. know, massaging out. The meetings are more for, they're right before we leave for training. So it's okay. all the guys that are training. Yeah, fair dues. So I've got some fun questions for you because I let people know that I'm you're going to come on. Um, and we've got a few questions in. So first up, um good friend his name is brian and he wants to know because he likes asking everyone what's your order at ben's chili bowl at ben's chili bowl yeah i've the never fact. been you've never been no oh is that part does, does he ask everyone that comes on here i mean pretty much he, he wants do to they know usually why. have an answer most of the time i think some people again like yourself some people haven't been but yeah never been i should go you should go yeah i mean i've not been i love chili honestly but next time i'm in dc which depending on how things go in 
our international travel. Yeah. Oh, it's in DC. Yes, it's in DC. That makes sense. I live yes. in Virginia. So ah, fair. Not so easy for you to get to then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll ignore that question then. Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. So con- I mean, all I know is his handle, which is Concord Eleven. Um, he wants to know if any of your siblings play or have played soccer. And just for me to add to that, does sport run in your family? Yeah, actually, both my siblings play soccer. My sister was D1 at Duquesne in Pittsburgh. Okay. And my brother was D3 at Roanoke. Okay. Yeah. And my okay. mom was a national champion at NC State. She played wow. soccer. Yeah. So, so soccer does really run in your family? Yes, 100%. My mom kind of brought it to the family. But uh, my dad is more – he is still uh, an athlete, and he follows. I mean, he's, he plays golf now just because, you know, everyone plays golf. When you, exactly. when you get into that age, it's just like, who <laughs> doesn't play golf? I'm trying to say I'm old. No, I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to. Just when you get when you get older, when you get older, you start to play golf. I mean, to, I mean, to be fair, I golf was my main sport when I was younger. Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I actually have a couple of friends that are really good golfers, and they're like super serious. I mean, Julian Gressel's a pretty good golfer. Yeah, he's really good. And Steve yeah. Birnbaum, don't forget about him. He's of course, very yes. good. Yeah. Very so, good. And me and Paul were, it's actually funny we talk about golf. Me and Paul were going to go golf before I, we were planning on going golf the day after the game. Yeah. Because we had that day off, but then I obviously got injured. So it was like, uh, yeah. me and Paul aren't very good golfers. No. Should get some tips from Jules. Yeah, we should. Jules is pretty good. I've heard yeah. Jules is really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, again, he's been on the show. And when we were talking, we had a little, little bit of a golf chat mm-hmm. um and he plays a scratch which is just well, he, he might as well just turn pro yeah yeah um, that's but, that's my dad is a like i said my dad's a big golfer and he yeah. went to uh he was he goes to all the golf courses around the area and he went to the golf course that jules belongs at and all the guys there had known obviously julian and then they realized the last name yao when he checked in yeah and they were like oh like jules is up here all the time he's he's so good he's amazing they were just like ranting about him so yeah he's, he's gotta be i don't know what scratch is like i because i'm not in layman's terms you've got you can you've got like a par 72 uh-huh. which is that the amount of shots you should go around the course in uh-huh. if you're not so good you probably end up going like 18 of a pass or 18 shots above the average okay scratches you hit part on every single hole and someone oh, like wow. tiger woods um he would have been like should be going around like 10 under par on average okay so um, so jules gets it every single time pretty much uh, yeah yeah that's one thing i didn't ask him was if he had a hole in one uh no. my dad's had a hole in one it's it's pretty spectacular when you get yeah there. that's pretty crazy yeah i've had two on the same hole really yeah <laughs> it's just i mean one was pure fluke yeah it was the worst shot that you could ever hit. i mean it comes off the bottom of the club and you could you could feel the jar in your hands it's <laughs> horrible but it just flew and just hit the pin and dropped and straight in really yeah i was just like, 
<laughs> did, That's did crazy. That just, did anyone watching? Did that yeah. happen? And then on the I mean, it was a little while after, but on the same hole, just hit it. Perfect shot. A couple of bounces, backspin, and in. Amazing. Like, Part two. <laughs> yeah, absolutely loved it. it. But now I can't enjoy it as much as I would want to, mainly because I've got a bit of a dodgy knee. Because yeah, that's always terrible. Knees are just like you need it for everything. Yeah, they're, they're horrendous. I mean, when you yeah. when you're my height and your kneecap sits a bit too high, it becomes a yeah. little bit annoying to say the least. Yeah, so I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, my dad, uh, he played basketball also in high school, so he was a big athlete. I'm guessing he's a big guy then. No, actually, no? he was a point guard. He was kind of just you know one of the quicker ones. Okay. I'm actually taller than him. You know, he played in high school, so it wasn't, okay. you know, the guys weren't NBA type. He never yes. played in college, but still he was, you know, he also played other sports in high school. He was all just kind of like an all-around athlete. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So next next two questions from one person. You're getting two for the price of one. So Angus has asked, um, first, first question is, what was it like training with, as he puts it, grown-ass men um, before you had your learner's permit? And then the second part of that is, what was it like to score Loudoun United's first ever goal? Yeah, I'd say to answer the first question, it was not. It wasn't the best. I, I gotta say. I mean, it wasn't. It, it wasn't super fun, especially for me. I mean, it took me a year to realize how to be effective against, like he said, grown ass men, <laughs> so, because they're grown ass men, and I'm a <laughs> little ass kid. And it was just like, I, I, it definitely took me like a year because I was trying to do the same thing and get away with the same things I was doing at the academy and the youth national team level and it wasn't working. And so it, it, you know, it wasn't, it, it it's definitely, I, I take back what I said. It's not that it wasn't the best. It's made me better for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, now I'm able to compete and play and win against grown ass men. Yes. And I'm still, like I said, 18. So I, I feel, you know, I feel like I'm in a good spot to be able to start, you know, the process that early and then yeah. be where I am now. It's just, I feel, I feel good for sure. How are you only 18? This is your third year. Yeah, it is. That's it's because I signed, I was signed when I was 15. That's insane. Yeah. That's genuinely insane. And then the second part. So scoring Loudoun United's first ever goal. Oh yeah. That was, that was awesome. Honestly, it was a bit of, a lucky goal. I mean, some people, some people think that I honestly hit that shot and it, and it dipped <laughs> all the way down over the goalie. And they like, people DM'd me and they were like, Oh my gosh. Like, dude, your shot is insane. <laughs> like I was like, ah, thanks. But it hit the guy right in front of me. <laughs> oh, you didn't take full credit. I mean, no, of course I did. hundred yeah. percent. I mean, who hit the shot? <laughs> you can see by the way I celebrated, I took full credit. I was, I mean, it was, it was an amazing day for sure. Yeah. And then, 100%. so your first goal against Toronto, your first MLS goal or your first goal for Loudoun United, what was better for you? MLS goal. Yeah. <laughs> no, no doubt. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I mean, that was. The MLS goal was, that was so far, that's been the, the, probably the highlight of. Yeah dc career yeah i mean even though there was no fans in the stadium just kind of the setting and also where i was at that time 
Yeah. I was, you know, really battling for playing time. I was really trying to make a case for myself and I was yeah. given that opportunity. And so when I kind of performed and made the case for myself and did that, I was just, you know, it was a, it, obviously the score in that setting, like I said, but also for my own personal, you know, goal and self, it was just great. And then did you see Paul celebrate in the stands when you Oh scored? yeah, of course. That, oh, that, that just topped it off. <laughs> I just topped it off. His cel- he celebrated harder than me. I mean, I think he celebrated harder than anyone in the world. I, mean, <laughs> I, I could hear him actually from, yeah? from the, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, wow. I mean, I mean, I suppose it helps that there was no fans there. Oh yeah, but, uh, obviously. Exactly. That's the only yeah. reason. <laughs> but I mean, I think he celebrated more than he would celebrate if he scored himself. Yeah, he was going, he was, he going. was going crazy. He was in the corner before I was. And <laughs> he wasn't that far off from the torn ACL. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a surprise to everyone to see him <laughs> run around that much. Yeah, but he was flying. What is that relationship like between you and Paul then? Because to see him celebrate that hard, yeah. there must be some close connections there. For sure. I mean, like I said, we were going to go golfing the you know a week ago it was we've definitely formed a a super good you know brotherhood and friendship just because you know from since I was 15 it's been like three years now yeah of me knowing and of me you know being with him and me you know being able to learn from him and you know it's it's just been it's been really good and like he's picked me up from that age 15 since I first came in and he was able to get me comfortable get me you know, to know all the guys and, and, and just help me through this process and, you know, tons of ways. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for him to get back on the field so we can play together. Yeah. I think everyone is looking forward to seeing him yeah. get back on the field because I think there was, when he went on loan to Swansea, I think everyone was thinking that that's, that's his time at DC done. And I, I mean, any- I, th- I, maybe the fans, me personally, I kind of knew, yeah. the you know what was what was going on at Swansea it was it was the loan deal wasn't that uh long no or even even without him getting hurt he was going to come back I think pretty pretty soon yeah I think it was to the end of the championship season also that would have been yeah May yeah um, exactly I think the one for me the one saving grace was the fact there was no um to loan to buy thing and it was yeah. just a, a standard loan which yeah. to us, yeah. you don't see that often these days yeah. it's usually a loan to buy 100 percent. so i was i was definitely a bit, bit disappointed though just because it would i would have liked to have him through preseason and you know yeah. doing everything but good good opportunity i mean you got to take that opportunity yeah 100 yeah when you get the opportunity to go to, to europe and play yeah i mean obviously i'm over here in europe and then but you know yeah for anyone in anyone in anyone's career to play and especially to play in england as well and have that opportunity to 100%. take that club to the premiership exactly i mean exactly yeah they're fighting to be in the prem so that's like yeah that's a big deal i mean that's huge if they end up going through the playoffs they're going to earn a lot more money than they would if they won the league work that one out yes how does that, yeah i mean i know you in America and the sports, it's all about the playoffs and everything like that. But over here, it's all about winning the league. And then the playoffs yeah. is just like, yeah, you, you, you've like, got uh, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but now it's the richest game of football. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds on the line. Until ridiculous. the Super League came along and tried to throw uh, that one. Yeah, until, Actually, yeah. Let me, let me pick your brains about that. So 
in America, how much coverage did that get? The Super League and and the fallout from it as well. Uh, I, it got a ton of, I mean, coverage. It got it. What it did is it just kind of blew up on social media. Yeah. It like. I, everyone was pissed. I mean, everyone was just so mad, honestly. I, it took me a little while to pick up on the whole, you know, concept of why everyone was mad. Everyone had kind of had to explain to me the whole details of things, but then, you know, I obviously realized very soon and yeah, I mean, there, there probably hasn't been that as much of a, you know, public outbreak as there was in Europe. I mean, you saw people like putting up banners and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I think, like I said, it was just kind of people on social media just going crazy. Yeah. And what were your personal thoughts on it? You... My personal thoughts, I mean, I, I, I don't agree with it, but I agree with what kind of the concept, but they could be doing it in a better way, I believe, yeah. because they're right about, you know, the numbers in soccer are dropping and the, the money that the clubs have lost that they could be earning back. But there's, like I said, there's a better way to do it. And, and I, it was, it was funny. We had a conversation at lunch, a couple of us, Adrian Perez uh, and a couple of others, but he was the one actually that was talking about that topic. And he was just saying like, you know, if the super league did happen, you, would you watch it? Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, like, uh, are you going to miss Real Madrid versus or Barcelona versus Man U? Mm. I mean, you're probably not going to miss it, but like I said, and like he also agreed with, there's a better way to be formatting that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was, I know, the timing was, was not good, especially no. the fact that no. we're still in this pandemic. A lot of countries are still in lockdown. Yeah. yeah. I think that was that was the icing on the cake for it. Yeah. yeah. The the rumors of this Super League have been gone on for years. Yeah. Like, absolute years. Yeah. But the timing of it was awful. The amount of Definitely money. Definitely not. And it was all about the money. All about the money. That's that that was kind of the worst part. It was yeah. all about the money. It was a hundred percent money. Yeah. I mean and- Look when at, you put when you they were right about you know ruining the game when you just make it about money yeah absolutely it's i mean when you've got the clubs like barcelona and real madrid who are almost a billion dollar a billion euros in debt yeah and you got to think well how have you managed to get yourself there in the first place and two why aren't you doing stuff to cost cut yeah rather than just looking to get more. more money in, yeah and yeah just... yeah 100 so it's just in the yeah 100 percent. so but anyway that's super league it's it's in the can for now yeah we don't I have mean, to worry about yeah that. it's dead <laughs> hallelujah it is um, dead yes and we still got the champions league which is from the brief things that i've read about it it's basically the super league yeah yep so we're, we're getting the super league either way yeah exactly and then that is a way to end the show so just before we do actually end um a message for the fans for the rest of the for 2021 what is it going to be let's see that 2021 is a new year 
and that 2021 is the year of DC United, 100%. This season, I mean, you can see it in the in the first game. Yeah. This is we're we're coming with a new mentality. We're coming different. That's that's how I'm ending it. We're coming different. We're coming different. There we go, and that'll be the title of the episode. Yes, <laughs> I like it. Well, thanks, Griffin, for taking the time to uh, come onto the show. Um, for sure, it's been thank an absolute you. pleasure. And to all of you listening or watching out there, thank you for tuning in. It's always a pleasure doing this show. And if you're not following on the socials, follow me on D- on Twitter at DC United Kingdom, Instagram and Facebook. It's at DC United Kingdom FC. And if you want some some lovely, lovely merchandise. The link is in the description um, or in the show notes. So thank you very much. And until next time, Vamos United.